and thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to become the masters of their own financial independence journey. My name is Peter Donisano, and today we're going to talk about how to avoid leaving a failed legacy. Now, you know, the truth is that some individuals talk a lot about wanting to leave a legacy, but more often than not, all they're talking about is leaving behind assets for their family to enjoy. Now, if this is your definition of leaving a legacy, then more power to you. But for those of you out there who want to leave a legacy that will be remembered for generations to come, then you'll likely want to put in the effort into living your legacy now rather than focusing on what you'll leave to whom after you're gone. That's why in today's episode, we'll discuss why building a legacy has less to do with what you leave behind and more to do with the relationships you build, how to create a framework for intentional living to cultivate those relationships, and how exactly to craft the story or the legacy that you want to be remembered for. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. What comes to mind when you hear the phrase leaving a legacy? Well, when it comes to money, you might think about the ins and outs of an estate plan, right? Well, the truth is that that's just one side of a bigger picture. You see, too often, many of us get caught up in thinking about what our money can do after we're gone instead of how the ones we care about might actually use our wealth. Indeed, legacy planning centered solely around money is simply a passive strategy built on the hope that your heirs will take your pile of cash and hopefully do something good with it one day. So then what can you do if you truly want to use your money to make a dent in the universe besides giving away a pile of cash? Well, you can start by actively using your wealth today to intentionally form and cultivate relationships that last the test of time. In other words, you can begin by living your legacy instead of planning to leave a legacy. And so why is this approach important? Well, that's because cultivating healthy relationships is a key determinant of our emotional well-being. You know, ultimately, genuine connections, shared experiences, and mutual understandings form the core of enduring legacies. In essence, a legacy built solely on cash can easily vanish, but one built on meaningful relationships stands the test of time. All right, so if you're still following along with me, then you're likely in a unique position where you want to make a significant impact on the world. Sure, you could be the next Dale Carnegie and build schools and libraries or start a private foundation so you can help future generations. But let's pause for a moment and consider what truly defines a lasting legacy. Now, is it the zeros in your bank account? Is your legacy the assets that you've accumulated or the things that your heirs will buy? Or is it something more profound, something more enduring? Well, Merriam-Webster's defines legacy as something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or a predecessor from the past. To be sure, at the heart of any meaningful legacy lies the power of human connection. You know, it's not just about the tangible assets you gather, but the hearts that you touch, the stories that you inspire, and the memories that you leave behind. These are the echoes of your existence that will reverberate long after you're gone. In fact, the Harvard study of adult development, one of the most comprehensive longitudinal studies in history has shown us that close relationships, more than money or fame, are what keep people happy throughout their lives. Indeed, in this famous study that spans well over 90 years, university researchers periodically checked in on Harvard graduates to identify how they were doing in life. But you know, more specifically, what they were trying to do was try to identify if there were any specific factors that influenced these individuals' well-being throughout life. And you know what they found? Well, you guessed it, it wasn't their career or their money or fame or notoriety. It was 
their relationships. And crucially, what researchers found was that the health of these close relationships largely determined the well-being of the individuals being studied. And so why is this perspective important from the perspective of legacy planning? Well, the fact is that healthy relationships have shown the ability to protect people from life's ups and downs, help to delay physical and mental declines, and are actually better predictors of long-term happiness than social class, IQ, or even genes. And now this emotional wealth, or rather the wealth of these strong relationships and deep emotional connections, you know, ultimately it's truly priceless. So then when intentionally nurtured through time, what you have is a kind of wealth that gets passed down from one generation to the next. And this is not just the tales told around the dinner table, but what you're sharing is values and traditions and life lessons that shape the very fabric of your family and ultimately your community. You know, the choices you make today can have a ripple effect throughout time. It's just like a butterfly's wings can set off a typhoon halfway around the world, a single act of kindness, a piece of wisdom shared, or hand extended in support can have an unforeseen impact in the life of others. Indeed, the relationships you nurture today, the bonds you strengthen, and the communities you build have the potential to influence countless lives in the future. And so how can you use your wealth to live a legacy instead of preparing to leave a legacy? Well, while that new gadget or that luxury car might bring in a fleeting sense of happiness, at the end of the day, it's the experiences you invest in that truly shape your life and the lives of those around you. Think about it. When you look back on your life, it's not the things that you own that stand out, but the moments, the moments that you lived with others that are etched into your mind. Indeed, it's the family vacations, the surprise birthday parties, the spontaneous road trips. These are the memories that become a part of your legacy narrative. You know, it's these events that teach you, that mold you and give depth and meaning to your existence. So then by using your wealth to invest in experiences, instead of buying the latest and greatest toys, what you're doing is not just buying a ticket to an event or a stay at a luxury resort, but rather you're investing in quality time with your loved ones so that they'll develop memories they'll never forget. And you know, this act of using your wealth to create a presence of truly being there in the moment amplifies and strengthens those bonds and will create memories that will be cherished and told for generation over generation. Now, another way to use your wealth to amplify its effects for future generations is through investing in your family's education. Now, why is education important? Well, imagine the potential of a young mind given the right resources and the right guidance. You know, every dollar you put into scholarship or mentorship programs isn't just funding a course for a semester or for the year. It's potentially changing the trajectory of an individual's life. So then by investing your wealth into your family's education, what you're doing is you're planting seeds for the future and nurturing the leaders and the thinkers and the innovators who will shape the world of tomorrow. You know, in the end, your legacy isn't just about what you leave behind. It's also about how you've used your money to amplify the effects of the lives you touch, the futures you shape, and the world you change. All right, so now that we've discussed what it means to live a legacy and how your wealth can amplify those positive effects for future generations, let's talk about some of the ways you can go about living your legacy today. Now, one way to think about living your legacy is to imagine the foundation of your legacy as a home. You know, every great home, every lasting structure starts with a solid foundation. And so when it comes to your legacy, how you'll be remembered ultimately comes down to your family and your community as your foundation. You know, these are the roots of influence, the very bedrock upon which your legacy stands. Because let's face it, when you're gone, your family and community will still be around to tell your story and there's nothing you could do to defend yourself after the fact. So then before you can hope to leave an impact on the world at large, it's essential that those closest to you, including those in your family dinner table or those in your community gatherings, are the first to bear witness to your values, adopt them, and carry them forward. To be sure, before you can influence the world, you must be able to influence those closest to you. And so how do you create influence with your family and your community? Well, this, this is where those relationships come in. So then 
Listen, we've discussed how family and community are the foundation of your legacy. Now, think of relationships as the frame of this home. It's what gives structure and holds it up. Now, these relationships, when cultivated and nurtured over time, are the threads that intricately wave together the story of your legacy. They're what strengthen the bonds that transcend time and ensure that your influence remains in place, even when you're no longer physically present to make an impact. And so it's the trust you build with these relationships now that act as a guardian or a custodian of your legacy over time, ensuring that the principles you've instilled are upheld and passed down from one generation to the next. And so now that you've laid the foundation with your family and your community, and you've built the walls that hold up your home with relationships, the next big question to consider is, can your legacy stand the test of time? In other words, do you want to leave a legacy that others are willing to live themselves? Or are you simply looking to leave behind a structure that future generations can look back and awe? Now, at this point, you're likely asking yourself, you know, what are we talking about here? This kind of seems too esoteric. Well, the point here becomes crystal clear when you think of the life of Cornelius Vanderbilt. Now, you know, when Vanderbilt amassed his fortune in the 19th century, by some estimates, his wealth could have been twice that of Jeff Bezos's today when adjusted for inflation. And arguably, Vanderbilt's success was a product of his ability to navigate his environment combined with his personal drive, ambition, and luck. But you know, with all that said, as you move down the generational line, the context starts to change. That's because the descendants of Cornelius were born into privilege. And unlike their forebearer, they didn't experience the same struggles or need to cultivate the same same entrepreneurial spirit that Vanderbilt Sr. had throughout his life. In other words, Cornelius left behind money for his family to enjoy, but didn't offer much in the way of structure. Now, this isn't to say that his family was inherently flawed or lazy, but rather that their social context was vastly different than what was around to build that wealth in the first place. That's because they were raised in a world of opulence, where their immediate need to innovate and to hustle was less pronounced. More crucially, however, the Vanderbilt descendants were likely left without an ability to form or build resilience, and as a result, much of the Vanderbilt wealth no longer exists today. You see, it's one thing to have a solid foundation, but what makes a house a home is the energy that you bring into it to encourage future generations to paint the walls, decorate the interior, and bring warmth and delight that comes with traditions and celebrations that get enjoyed by one generation to the next. So then when we're talking about the very heartbeat, an engine of a living legacy, it needs to include a focus on values, principles, and a solid work ethic. And so how does this approach fit into the broader context of a legacy? Well, imagine that you're setting out on a journey to a place that you've never been before. Here then, without clear context or understanding of the kind of behavior expected in this new environment, your existing values and principles act Act as your moral compass, which guide every step you take. But now more crucially, your chosen values and principles, the one you share in impart with your family and your community, will otherwise light the way for those who follow in your footsteps. Being able to pass along what you've learned teaches your heirs how to navigate similar experiences in the future. You know, it's one thing to create a foundation of a solid legacy, but without guidance or instructions that future generations can depend on, your legacy likely won't last very long. Indeed, as you navigate the ups and downs of life, the values and the principles you pick up along the way can become the timeless teachings that you pass on. And so while material wealth may wax and wane over time, the teachings that you pass on can be eternal and continue to guide and influence others long after you share them. So then when you think of your legacy, understand that it's more than just a reflection of you. It's a roadmap for others. It's a way to ensure that the wisdom you've gained and the values that you hold dear and the work ethic that you've cultivated don't just end with you. All right, so now that we've talked about what 
living a legacy means and how family and relationships and values form a lasting role in that legacy, the big question now is how exactly do you step into the director's chair of this production called Your Own Legacy? Well, first things first, you have to start with a compelling vision. And so why is vision important for your legacy? Well, crafting a compelling vision for your legacy is like setting a course for a ship's journey. You know, without a clear direction, you may set sail, but the ship may drift aimlessly. And so the same can be said for the impact you wish to leave behind. That's why when you define a powerful vision for your legacy, you're not just thinking about the here and now, you're also considering the long-term ripple effects of your actions and your intentions. So then your vision, your vision serves as a beacon, guiding your decisions, your actions, and ultimately your investments. And it ensures that your resources and the resources you have, they're allocated, whether that's time, money, or effort in a way that aligns with the lasting impact that you want to create. All right. And so how exactly do you go about doing this work? Well, you can start by asking yourself, you know, beyond professional achievements, how do I want to be remembered? Now, do you want to be remembered for the groundbreaking work in your industry? Or maybe you want to be remembered for the inspiration that you brought to your generation by challenging traditional norms. You know, whatever it is that you want to be remembered for, by being intentional about your vision, what you're doing is setting your sights on a guiding light or a touchstone that can shape the lives of those around you and those to come. Now, the next thing you'll want to do is to document your journey. Now, this might sound a little trite or insignificant, but documenting your journey is a pivotal step because this remembrance serves as a script for your legacy, which could offer invaluable insights to future generations. And so when you embark on this journey of documenting your life, you're not just penning down events or milestones. What you're trying to do is get after the essence of those experiences and the lessons and the values that have ultimately shaped your life. You know, how much different could the lives of the Vanderbilts have been had they had the ability to understand what made Cornelius tick? Indeed, you can think of this journaling as a bridge that you're building between the past, the present, and the future. And so by chronicling your journey, what you're doing is providing future generations with a window into your world and offering them the insights that might otherwise be lost with time. How so? Well, imagine the countless decisions you've made or the challenges that you've overcome or the moments of joy and sorrow that you've experienced. You know, each of these actions have contributed to the person you've become, right? So then by documenting these moments, what you're doing is giving your descendants the opportunity to learn from your wisdom, to understand the context of their heritage, and to draw inspiration from your resilience and achievements. All right, now the last thing you want to consider as you build out the framework for your legacy is to consider strategic legacy planning. Now, strategic legacy planning is like charting a course for ship that you won't be captain of. You remember that house that we were talking about earlier? Strategic legacy planning is the maintenance script that you're leaving behind for future generations. Here, what you're doing is ensuring that the wealth and the values and the vision that you've amassed over your lifetime aren't just passed on, they're also stewarded and amplified in the ways that you see fit. And so why is this important? Well, without a strategic plan, even the most significant legacies can dissipate, be mismanaged, or be misunderstood by subsequent generations. Indeed, recall our earlier example of Cornelius Vanderbilt, one of the wealthiest individuals in history. And you know, despite his immense wealth, the Vanderbilt fortune saw a significant decline over the years. And you know, within a few decades, some of his descendants found themselves penniless without the vast fortunes and resources that once defined the Vanderbilt name. Now, again, imagine if Vanderbilt had engaged in strategic legacy planning. He could have set up structures or trusts or foundations to ensure that his wealth not only was preserved, but was also used in ways that aligned with his vision and his values. At the same time, he could have provided guidance on business management, on investments and philanthropy, and other resources that ensure that his descendants had the knowledge and the tools to maintain and grow the family's assets. And maybe, just maybe, with a strategic plan in place, Vanderbilt could have instilled a sense of purpose and responsibility in his heirs. So then from that perspective, his heirs would have been better equipped to handle their family fortune because they truly understood its origins, they truly understood its impact, and they truly understood their 
their role in stewarding this family wealth. Ultimately, you know, this could have fostered a culture of responsibility, innovation, and philanthropy that could have ensured that the Vanderbilt legacy remains strong and influential for many more generations. In essence, strategic legacy planning is not just about asset preservation, it's also about ensuring that your legacy, in all its facets, continues to thrive and positively influence others long after you're gone. You know, when we talk about legacy planning, it's easy to think of it as something that comes into play only at the end of a journey. But in reality, crafting your legacy is an ongoing process shaped by your daily actions and choices. Indeed, legacy isn't just about what you leave behind after you're gone, it's about the impact you make while you're still here. It's the sum of your actions, big and small, and how they impact the lives of others. So then as you go about your day, think about the kind of legacy you want to leave behind and how you can make a positive impact in the lives of others right now and for generations to come. That's because you never know how the choices you make today will one day help future generations take one step closer to becoming the masters of their own financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the FiMastery podcast. To learn more about today's topic, you can visit the episodes page at FiMastery.com. And if you can find one person in your life who would find today's message helpful in getting their financial house in order, please share this episode with them. But until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. The FiMastery podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc., Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast is limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.